Welcome to the Growth Elevated Leadership Podcast with Julian Castelli. Each week, we talk with senior tech leaders to explore stories and insights about the challenges involved with growing technology companies. We hope that these stories can help you become a better leader and help you navigate your own growth journey. Hey, everyone. This is Julian Castelli. Welcome to the Growth Elevated Leadership Podcast. Today, we're joined by Ernest Oriente, founder and CEO of Power Hour. Ernest has spent over 20 years building an incredibly successful coaching business that delivers incredible impact with business leaders around the world. I know because I've been one of his clients. Ernest has been kind enough to join us this morning to share some of his stories. Good Julian? morning, Ernest. Hey, there you are. <laughs> hey, what a delight and I'm just so honored to be here. Thank you for the invitation, man. Uh, we're so excited to have you on. We've been we've been talking about this for a long time on our walks. Ernest and I live together in Park City, and we hike the mountain and climb the mountain and 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 share stories. And I I wanted to make sure to be able to share some of those stories with our listeners and uh, and have a great conversation with you this morning. Well, well, Julian, it, it it is always a delight to be climbing mountains or skiing mountains, depending on the time of the year. And yes, we always do what our best work when we're walking and talking and brainstorming and imagining the future and the possibilities. So, yeah, thank you for including and inviting me here today. Great, we're glad to have you. So, Ernest, tell us a little bit about Power Hour. How long have you been doing that? Mm-hmm. Gosh, twenty-eight years ago, I launched Power Hour. It was my absolute largest dream the, the to imagine working with uh, leaders and teams around the world uh you know but i was doing remote before people could spell remote <laughs> it was it was simply unheard of you were speaker trainer coach consultant you lived on a plane you let you traveled out on a sunday evening and you got back on a friday evening and frankly that was never really what i was focused on i wanted to be the best father the best parent i wanted to travel the world with my kids when they were younger and travel as i've done in more recent years for the last decade as you know i live abroad for two or three months a year so all of those pieces are part of the power hour story 28 years ago i'm the author of smart match alliances i was one of the early early days on linkedin today we have uh, more than 150,000 leaders and followers in our groups uh, and then i think you also know the inspired as a result of all of the coaching years and work more than 500 topics we share something called power minute uh, each day one minute about sales marketing and leadership and that's been a wonderful journey as well so it's, it's really been just a Fabulous journey that uh, that began 28 years ago, and every dream in my life has come true as a re- as a result of that, Julian. Well, what a what an incredible story! Congratulations. Thank you. I man. know there's so many different topics I want to explore to you with you. I may have to do a complete separate episode talking about best life and mm-hmm. how you managed to, to to bring your show on the road for three four months a year to some of the most amazing places on earth, and and still carry on at your pace. Well, listen, if I'm going to help teams and leaders reach their dreams and goals, surely I should what? Look in the mirror and begin to craft that myself. And there truly are reoccurring themes as we've worked with C-level leaders, entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneurs with a dream and, and public health companies and everything in between. And that's really been the, the joy, whether it's been SaaS-based companies, B2C, B2B, there's reoccurring themes about excellence, leadership, reaching your dreams and goals, and what we call doing it with grace and ease. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So you've been doing this for for 28 years before coaching was even really a, th- a thing, before remote was really a thing. What are you most proud of uh, on, on that 28-year journey? Tell us some of the 
the things that you're, you're the, the best milestones that you mm -hmm. reached or are you looking back? What do you look at? Or where are the peaks in your journey? Yeah. Li listen, the greatest peak was there. Truly coaching was unheard of. Uh, 28 years ago, and I guess 30 years ago when I first began learning about it, then began training as a coach, simply unheard of as a craft, as a profession, as a, as a possibility. So most proud to have put a stake in the ground. My wonderful bride, Patricia, who you know, and who I love dearly was right there supporting me side by side and said, I believe in your dream, go get it truly. And it was just, I was pioneering something that had never really been done. So that all by itself. Uh, the joy uh, of writing a book, Smart Match Alliances, was a year-long journey. The celebration of every day, Julian, it's like my birthday. I can't wait to get started. You know how I roll 3.30 a.m., Clients International, and then work my way across the United States and Canada. You know, every day, I love the day. Every day is a different day. And every single day, the those that I work with, the companies, teams, and leaders come with their largest dreams, their largest opportunities or challenges. And our job in that 60 minutes is what? Sift it out, sort it out, prioritize it, and then walk away with a blueprint from that meeting to the next meeting to the next meeting. You, you follow me on that? Absolutely. So tell us a little bit, who, who are your customers typically? What's the, what's the typical mm -hmm. profile of someone that, that, that works with Power Hour? Sure. And again, sort of dipping into whether it's SaaS-based, B2C, or B2B, there's a whole arc of clients we've worked with. We began in certain sectors and industries, but as you can imagine, that morphed into additional referrals and people moved from company A to B and said, Ernest, you helped us here, help me here, here, and here. And then that led to company B, C, and D. And that's been fabulous uh, from that perspective. And then there's really a whole host of things that we do. It began initially as individual coaching, then it morphed into team coaching, working with C-level leaders and their team, combining that. Then there was the additional expansion of recruiting services, which was simply, hey, Ernest, uh, hey, help us find, we need a new VP, you know, help us find, you know, the space and sector and be able to do that. That morphed about 15 years ago into help us with our digital side. We really want to accelerate our revenue, our inbound leads, our marketing success. And that was a very wonderful opportunity. And then we even carried that into the M&A side where clients said, hey, help us buy competitors or I'm ready to sell my company, as we've recently done with a client in Montreal, an additional one in Texas, and some other projects that we work on on that side. We really actually love to acquire companies because it helps us build market share and then grow out the company with an exit strategy on the other side. Fantastic. That's a lot. That's mm -hmm. a lot of... Uh... A lot of different areas you've you, the journey is taking you through. Mm -hmm. I, I know you work about work a lot about with leaders about being better leaders and building better teams. Mm -hmm. So, what are some of the common lessons you've learned you, you've you've seen over the years coaching executives about leadership? Yeah, so I, I'm going to talk a little bit about the hiring side first and foremost because great leaders make great hires, right? Yeah, and and so we talk about you know the nine steps for making a perfect hire. I share with them and, my, and we share with them what we call our selection summary, a weighted scoring system to be able to compare, you know, Mary versus Bill versus Rita. How do they stack up and how does that combine? Then we weave in leadership assessments. We tie in benchmarking from that perspective. We then layer in onboarding, successful onboarding and drawing on the very best of the best of how you onboard and how quickly you can bring a person on board, have them assimilate the knowledge and catapult and really be part of, you know, a winner on your team. So we really look at that as one of those themes, Julian, as you know, being both an entrepreneur, C-level leader, you want what? The very best of the best 
on your team that are delivering excellence every day, that are delivering perfectly for the clients and customers, and then, of course, are a joy to work with as well. You, you, you follow me on that? Absolutely. It is, it is one of the most important things you can do is build a great team, yet few people dive into the science and how to do that correctly. You're, you're absolutely right. And there is an art and science. Uh, and what we've learned over, over the last nearly three decades is that the more consistent we are with the approach and with the model and the nine steps as we're bringing people forward, combining with benchmarking, selection summary, and the excellence never wavering from that, that's what billion-dollar companies were doing in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. They had that blueprint. Today, even the smallest entrepreneurial company or fast-growing SaaS or technology company, all of those same uh, skill sets and that same criteria matter. You, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. In fact, I've, I've been at some of those big companies, Goldman Sachs, McKinsey and Company, and I was always amazed at the amount of time and effort they put into recruiting. Like it was a production. I remember 100 people being in the building on a Saturday, all day Saturday, doing nothing but interviewing and having meetings about hiring. And it was taken so, taken so seriously. And you're right. That was a competitive advantage of some of the, the, the biggest companies in the world historically. But now with technology, anyone can do it. You, and you, you take those mm -hmm. same principles, same tools and get the same results. You're, you're exactly right. And we, we look at some of those legendary companies from, you know, from back years. You look at the Xeroxes of the world. You look at the Pfizer's of the world. They would pour $100,000 just into the onboarding. So therefore, they really wanted to make the very best hires. And they were way out in front of the world utilizing leadership assessment tools, benchmarking. Uh, there, there even used to be something called dinner with the spouse, which was a whole other part of the interview process in those days yep. that, that <clears throat> the hiring manager and their spouse would want to meet you and your spouse and they would join for dinner. And, and, and you go, wow, that's old school. And it was, but that's how committed they were in that, you know, in that world, in that process. So anyhow, absolutely. Good. Good stories. So, so hiring is a key theme. Well, what, mm -hmm. what are some other others that you want to talk about? Yeah, you know, there's another piece, and and you've heard me talk about this, which is simply stated, genius work. Right? Genius work is the highest and best use of our time and your time. For example, on a scale of one to ten, only you can be here at this moment, right? And only I can be here. This is by definition a ten, right? A nine task would have been the prep that I might be doing, preparing for today, or you might be doing. But a two is how do we get to our connection here today? Who sent the reminder? Who built the outline and so forth? Those are the kinds of things. So we really challenge leaders of all kinds, whether you're, again, a startup, an entrepreneur, a fast-growing SaaS or tech company, or the CEO of a $100 million company or a public yield entity, it's the same exercise. Five days of tracking your time and your tasks and then rating them on a scale of one to 10. Usually about a day and a half in, this leader, this executive, this entrepreneur goes, okay, I get it. There's not enough tens or this. I know what you're going to say to me. <laughs> and, I, and at the end of every day, what percent of your day was eight, nines, or tens, right? And we have a little legend that we rate and rank that. And then from that, we craft together literally how you start your day, the best perfect day, what keeps you in eight, nines, and tens, and how you will never in your lifetime do a one to five, ever in your lifetime. 
And, and that's the first part. And we agree there's sometimes those, you know, begrudging conversations. I'm not giving that up until hell freezes over. No, no, hang on. <laughs> no, we're going to give that up. Uh, we even sometimes have to calculate, you know, what, what are you, is your, what are you worth per hour? You, you know, let's take, you know, per hour, divide your income and let's go the other way, the revenue of your company and divide that just to make the point of one to five as we never do. But the real breakthroughs are the sixes and sevens, the stuff that you say, no, that's way too complex or only I can do that. No, no, no. Hang on. Let, let, let's wrestle with that for a moment and talk about it. And we find the real breakthroughs, the big time sinks, the you know five and 10 hour stuff are in the sixes and sevens. We break those off. Suddenly a leader is soaring at 30,000 feet. They never have to come down to the tarmac to fuel up because they're only doing the stuff that brings them the greatest joy, drives the most revenue, and ultimately one day gives them the exit strategy, either the sale of their company on one side or a career path in a retirement that is beyond what they financially were expecting. So we believe in grace and ease. We believe there are no new ideas that someone's already charted a path. Don't go it alone. Uh, and the principle of genius work is a reoccurring theme. And we marry that up, Julian, with each um, leader's leadership assessment. So we say, let's play to your strengths, marry it up to your eight, nines, and tens, and then build a system of tools, templates, and checklists and support people around you that deliver perfectly. You, you follow me on all of that? I do. And I remember you talking about soaring with the eagles and, and how you <laughs> try to get those leaders to soar. But I, I have to believe that a common challenge is is resources right mm -hmm. how, how do you how do you do that when you find all the six and sevens and even the one through fives and uh particularly when you're, you're dealing with an early stage company and they say well gosh i just don't have let's just take an example the the resources to hire a chief of staff for mm -hmm. example like mm -hmm. a chief of staff could take all these one through sevens off my plate uh what are some of the creative ways you help solve that challenge when that could be maybe an excuse or maybe just a real financial barrier to, to figuring out how to offload those one through sevens. Yeah, I, I totally get that. And always respectful of where a company is and what their financial wherewithal is and their resources are. But going back to what is Julian, your time worth per hour? What is your company clicking along at worth per hour? It's not hard to back into. Therefore, Julian, you're not going to do a two task. Can we agree on that? Now let's back into what we're going to do. There's a couple of ways to do it. Sometimes it's a, you know, new you know, FT, new, new team member. Sometimes it's a new part-time person. Maybe it's three hours. Maybe it's one hour. Maybe it's one hour every day that this person will, you know, be working on these tasks that you'll offload to them. Maybe it's a college intern that would like a letter of recommendation that would like to add that you, they work for your company on their LinkedIn profile, add it to their resume, would like, would like you to be a reference when they go out into the job world. Sometimes it's college interns. Sometimes we offshore internationally. Sometimes, you know, those are solutions. There's a lot of ways to do that. So we're respectful on one side of the financial wherewithal, and it's almost not a full-time person. Maybe it's moving some things around within your current team. That's another possibility, but we keep turning the diamond two degrees, two degrees, two degrees until we get there. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That you, you have to get creative, especially at the early stage. Ab absolutely. No matter where a company is, meet them where we are. It's one of our coaching principles, Julian, that simply says every client, every team, every company that we work with, we get shoulder to shoulder right where they are. And then we are two inches in front, just enough, sort of like a, a quarterback looks down the field and doesn't throw where the receiver was or is. The quarterback throws where the receiver is going to be. And that's the piece. Not, but not, but not 
two feet in front of the receiver, but right where the receiver is going to be. And, and truly executive coaching and leadership guidance happens right there. That's the very essence of the visual. Uh, perfect. So hiring number one, genius work number two. Do you have a third you mm -hmm. want to talk about? Yeah, a third one. One of the things that's really morphed over the years are some of the internal systems that we've used here at Power Hour. And it goes like this. All of our team is linked in with shared Google Docs, right? So everybody knows yep. their role, their responsibility. And this is the Power Hour team? Our Power Hour team. Yes. Start home yep. base, right? And we drink our own Kool-Aid. And this goes back probably 10 or 12 years ago that everyone's linked into their own tasks. And obviously we have pods, for example, our SEO team, we have a share doc for that pod, our Google AdWords, a share doc there, admin, another share doc there. So everybody has their home base and they know what their tasks are for a given day, week, or month. We have weekly calendar, monthly calendar of what the tasks are that happen throughout the course of the day, week, and month. And then within those tasks, we call the perfect day. These are the first five or seven or 10 things that happen first. Like that automated sprinkler goes cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. It goes to zone one to two to three to four. We call that the perfect day. So we start with that share docs that we document what we're doing in the course of each day. And then below that are the tasks in the order of the things to be done that are dynamically moving and changing, much like uh, the stock price of Microsoft, right? The tasks that move up, tasks that are red flag. This has to happen before the end of the day. This client needs a response. This task needs to be completed. This benchmark needs to be addressed. Whatever those areas are that each team member knows exactly what their tasks are in what order. That system has gone on to become a vital system that we showcase and work with our clients. Every single client, I have not had a meeting in at least a decade that we don't have a shared tool in front of us. They're making notes, we're making notes, we're sharing resources back and forth. We drop in our power minute, boom, here's a resource about onboarding, watch this one minute. Here's one about how to do pilot to promotion, watch this one minute. And so that share docket and that concept, then the leaders have said, wait a minute, shouldn't I, Ernest, be utilizing this with my team? <laughs> to which we're like, uh, yes. <laughs> so we have hundreds and hundreds of shared docs with our clients, and then they have hundreds and thousands and thousands with their team members. And that's been another so you signature part of that, that shared doc like a placemat, and you can put links to anything in there. Amen. That's exactly yep. it. That's exactly that is the point. So that if I'm working with the leader and we're talking about their marketing, there's a link right there over to their marketing page, over to their sales page, over their KPIs, their dashboards. Absolutely. There's a central doc where everything lives that they can click and move around and then they show their team how to do it. In some cases, uh, for example, we have a client that on the recruiting side, we brought a person in on the COO side, and we've been guiding directly on the share doc with our with the CEO and their new COO exactly how to utilize the tool and how they're best communicating and then weaving in their the very best of their leadership assessments where they have strengths and blind spots as well. You follow me? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So terrific. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, you got hiring, you got do your genius work, you've got an operating system with shared documents and, and with that, that's, that speaks to your virtual world where, where you're able to work from anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, any stories you want to, you want to, you want to share about uh, some impact. And, and I want to ask if, if the executives you're working with, if they didn't have you, who would they have to turn to? Uh, so, so any stories like about some impact that you've had, and uh, were you able to, to fill that gap that they wouldn't have had otherwise? Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's, an, it's an interesting question. 
uh, and at least through the words of our clients, here's what they've said to me over the 28 plus years. Ernest, I consider you from a coaching perspective in my in, inner circle. And they, and they tell me, they said, you know, whether it's my priest or rabbi, whether it's my CPA, my attorney, my financial planning team, that is the, and of course they're, you know, spouse and family and so forth. But when they think about, you know, those that are the closest that know them the most dearly, the most deeply, their, you know, their greatest joys, their sometimes, you know, largest challenges and whatever that may be, that's what they have said to me over the years, that you are that inner circle. And that is why we have clients that have been with us for 10 and 15 and 20 years or more. It's just an absolute part of the work that we do. And just to, you know, to clarify, it is all business focused. And as we come in and out of our meetings week by week by week, it, it's, you know, this week we're talking about cash flow. Next week we're talking about marketing. Next week we're talking about a new hire. Next week we're talking about 360s that we do behind the scenes for our clients. In other words, it's an ever evolving uh, you know, path and it's all documented. So every single week we can come into the new week with the new areas we're working on, where we can see all the prior notes from last week, last month, last year, and five and 10 years back. Right. So it's What's a, your typical cadence with a client. Uh, it's a weekly basis, uh, uh, typically an hour. And then in some cases, depending on the size of the company, we might meet with the president or the CEO on a Monday, Tuesday, and then we might meet with them and their leadership team on a Wednesday, Thursday, Depending on that, we host executive retreats. I mean, there's a whole host of things, but the general cadence is weekly basis, one hour with them. And then depending on other needs that we might join them, you know, uh, in other capacities. And you've got that, that Google Doc placemat that you can keep coming back to on that weekly basis. Uh, as, as an absolute. And then and there's another piece uh, here, Julie, and that is, so let's imagine that, you know, if we're meeting with a C-level leader and it's Wednesday, hey, Grant, I'll see you next Wednesday. Most clients have a set, Grant, I'll see you again, you know, eight o'clock next Wednesday, or we, you know, we morph our schedules, whatever that is. Uh, but in between, from this Wednesday to next Wednesday, imagining that cadence of, you know, five business days, seven days later, the client is constantly updating and sharing updates related to something we're working on, or, Hey, I got stuck on this, or, Hey, go take a look at the doc. I just sent you, or this is a financial report. I want you to pull back. So there's a real nice uh, blend of other things happening. It's not, Hey, I'll see you in a week. Goodbye. But there's a continuation. I, I like to say that each uh, client meeting is like a comma in a sentence. And, and, and then and to the next meeting, we add another comma. There's not a period. <laughs> a comma, comma, comma. We keep moving it forward. And, and uh, so, you, so you're really yeah. cultivating that doc and putting links in and, and, and mm -hmm. that's your kind of shared space. That, that is that is exactly it. and that is part of both the secret sauce from my perspective because it helps me know exactly where each company and team and leader is and on the other side they utilize it and the more that they utilize and engage with it the more they realize how helpful this is with their team and it just ripples across the company their team and obviously the overall success of the organization oh that's fantastic mm -hmm. fantastic all right well that that's that's a great system i can see why you're so successful uh any any last thoughts you want to you want to share on the episode? I, I just want to say, Julian, thank you so much for bringing us here together. I have so admired your professional path, the wonderful companies and the teams and leaders that you have uh, engaged with, that you have developed, that you have helped soar, uh, and uh, and I have watched again in such admiration as you have gone out into the world and uh, as we're here together and as you're imagining all the possibilities for you. I am very 
uh, excited about all of those. And of course, you know that I am your absolute raving fan every step of the way. So thank you for including me here. Well, that feeling's mutual, Ernest, and it, it's it's obvious why why your clients love you. And I look forward to our next hike up the mountain together. <laughs> hey, s- soon soon we hike, and soon we and we, we hike up, down. and then we ski down. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> thank you, Jim. all right, Ernest. Thank pleasure. you for joining us this morning. You bet. Thanks so much. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Growth Elevated Leadership Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, would you please follow us and subscribe on your favorite podcast player? And we'd be grateful if you recommend it to a friend. If you'd like more resources on how to become a better leader in business, we invite you to visit us at growthelevated.com. We'll be back next week with more insight from another great tech leader. Thank you.